You're listening to Off the Record on KBVR Corvallis. Welcome back. I'm DJ Florite, and today I'm super excited to be joined by C. Rose. He's going to play some music for us, and then we're going to chat, so stay tuned. Hi, my name's Alec. Um, my musical project is called C. Rose, and this song is called Older.
The song is called I Have More Than Enough. Thank you. 
This song is called I Can and I Will 
from my EP, End of the World.
The song is called Keep the Rain. It's from my album Guard Dog that came out last year. Distraction, dear 
Thank you so much for listening. Uh, I'm C Rose. My EP, End of the World, is streaming everywhere. 
Thanks. And we're back. You're tuning into KBVR Corvallis. I'm DJ Floyd, and I'm currently joined by C Rose. Hi. So your EP End of the World is out today. Congratulations. Thank you. Can you talk about the process of writing these songs? Like, what are they about and what does it mean to you? Yeah, um, I think it always like I always have no idea what anything is going to be about until like after like ruminating with all of the songs for so long. Um, so I feel like I'm I'm still partially figuring out what everything in the EP is about, but I feel like generally it's like I mean there's a lot of themes of like anxiety and fear just cuz that's that's such a reoccurring thing in my life and probably everybody else's definitely but, yeah. <laughs> but i feel like it's like something i write about anxiety a lot but i think this ep is a lot more like i feel like it's more on like the the healing side and the like working on how to get out of anxious like spiraling uh rather than like i don't know i feel like the the bleakness that I sometimes have written about in the past. Yeah. And you've also got an EP release show coming up on the 16th in Portland. Mm -hmm. And in the past, you've played with Gracie Abrams, Evocane, Leith Ross, no big deal. <laughs> but this is your first headline show, which is super exciting. So what are you looking forward to for that? I, I'm just really excited to like... I don't know, like play for an audience that, I don't know, I feel like an audience that is there to listen to me is, it's kind of like a weird, like thing. I don't know. I feel like I've never had like a show like that. So it's kind of weird to imagine. I don't know. I'm just kind of excited to see like who goes to the show and who is like wants to I don't know wanted to go to a show that was like my show it's just kind of a, a really cool thing to do for the first time and cool in general I don't know yeah that's super cool you get yeah. to know your own fans yeah and speaking of Portland you grew up in Portland mm -hmm. and I also grew up in Portland so let's talk about Portland yes I'd love to <laughs> Do you have any favorite places to eat or like hangout spots or any hidden gems people should check out? I have a few favorite places to eat. One of them is a Thai restaurant on, it's like downtown on like Jefferson. It's called Thai Chili Jam. And it's maybe it's because I lived across the street from it, but also I think it's the best Thai place in Portland. <laughs> and a lot of good food here as for like places I feel like I don't like hang out in like I feel like I go to like random parks and like graveyard places <laughs> do you have a favorite uh, graveyard definitely a skyline cemetery is a staple in my life I feel like I like I went there as a teenager and it's just like a giant cemetery like a beautiful road and 
there's a diner, Skyline Diner, on the way there. Very kitschy and cute. Cool. So you consider yourself to be, like, private and reserved, right? Yes. (laughs) But then your songs are super vulnerable. Mm -hmm. So how do you find that you're able to express yourself, like, through music and perform for people? I think I write about very personal, vulnerable things. And then I don't really think about the fact that everybody else will hear them. I feel like it's just pretty easy to be in like the moment of whatever I'm feeling and like making art about it without really considering like how actually vulnerable it would be to have a lot of people hear it. Yeah, I don't know. I feel like I I really don't think too hard about it <laughs> or else I get uh I don't know. I feel like like I feel like I'll have moments where I'm like, "Oh my god." <laughs> like I'll think of a lyric that I have written and that everyone that like people have heard, anyone could hear who knows me in real life and I'm like, "I yeah, I just have to not think about it." <laughs> Do you That's get strange. stage fright at all? Um, yes. Yeah. I, I think, I mean, as soon as I get on stage, it's pretty much like I have so much adrenaline that I'm not really like, I'm able to like do the set without, I feel like I'm just like in a zone or something, but beforehand, like either like several hours before, or like just the first like 15 minutes before a show, I I'm like pacing around and like, I don't know, I, I get very anxious. <laughs> um, it, it's gotten better though. I've, That's good. Yeah. I understand it. I still freak out a little bit before someone <laughs> comes to be on my show. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It's scary. Yeah. But it's fun. I know it is. Once you get over it. Yeah. Yes. What it's, do you like about performing live? I think I... I really, I enjoy the fact that I feel like I get, I'm so focused on like playing the songs right that I kind of, I don't know, I feel like I kind of get like very like lost in whatever else I was thinking about from the day. And it's also just like always really... I feel like more recently when I play shows, there's like people who know some of the words to the songs or they'll get excited about like a song. And that's really cool and special and kind of strange, but especially when it's like in Europe and I'm like, you're so far away from where (laughs) I wrote this. It doesn't seem like that should be possible, but (laughs) yeah, I just like getting to, sometimes I like look look at people in the audience like if I'm not too nervous and it's always very it's very cool it feels very rewarding is there a lyric you've written that you're surprised fans have held on to Hmm. I can't think of one that I'm like surprised by really I feel like there's I feel like all of my very self-deprecating lyrics people attach to or like have something like I feel like those are like 
I kind of get the like that's kind of like it makes sense mm -hmm. because I feel like it's I don't know relatable in <laughs> for a lot of people yeah I don't know I can't think of one that I'm like surprised that 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 like is it wouldn't I don't know I mean it's all kind of a any lyric that people have like a connection to or like are attached to is kind of like I don't know it's like special and and surprising that it's any lyric at all but <laughs> that's just I don't know yeah yeah it's like whoa you get me <laughs> yeah 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 it's cool do you have any pre-show rituals not really I mean maybe if I I like really paid attention. I don't have anything I do intentionally as a ritual, but I mean, I definitely pace a lot and um, I feel like I will just sometimes like play a like loop of some little like riff on guitar or something when I'm like right before I go on stage. But that's just like a very like it's just very distracting. So I don't think about how nervous I am so that's kind of a ritual but yeah what other artists inspire your music there's lots I've been a big fan of the band daughter for a while I feel like they were like a very early inspiration for making music also Sufjan Stevens I feel like is has also been like a, a pretty much lifelong inspiration to me and I think yeah I feel like I still get very inspired by his whole all of the albums that he has yeah no there's a lot I could list <laughs> but Boney Bear I mean yeah Ethel Kane yeah I don't know <laughs> some some great people to yes. be inspired yes. by <laughs> and you're also a visual artist mm -hmm. do you find that different things are inspiring your visual art compared to your music or is it the same experience being manifested in different mediums? I think it's very it's a very different like I have very different like inspirations for both. I think with visual art I mostly like just draw but I feel like I kind of just like drawing ex like I like having like a picture of a person and then drawing it. And it's kind of like, it doesn't really have like, I feel like there's less, I kind of enjoy the like tediousness of getting a drawing to look like, I don't know, to, to look like a person. And it's less like the kind of wanting to create something new from like an emotion or a feeling or an experience um, like how music sort of feels. I think drawing, I'm like, I, I, when I like watch a movie or a TV show and I really like a character, I just like draw that character yeah. <laughs> for like several, several days. So it's, I feel like it's very much like, I just enjoy doing it for fun and <laughs> kind of, I don't know, I'm not as like, I guess, creative or or like emotional with visual art. I mean, currently. Yeah. No, I completely understand that. Like you just want it as like a 
something to distract yourself or like pass yes. the time and yeah. just yeah get in the zone you don't have to think about yes. anything yeah absolutely how do you feel when you get recognized in public <laughs> it's like a combination of like it like boosts my ego but at the same time like I get very uh flustered and like embarrassed but I think it's just like I never know what to say and yeah I don't know but mostly it's just like I don't know it's cool and strange but it is also like an honor that I don't know someone I don't know I feel like it just I'm like it always is a, a weird like reminder that I put music in the world and people listen to it and I feel like I don't really I'm not like thinking about that when I'm like out somewhere and then I'm like I don't know if somebody's like hey listen to I know your music I'm like that's weird <laughs> <laughs> you're like but, I'm just living my life I right know. now <laughs> <laughs> yeah but it's always been like very very sweet people and very sweet interactions that's good yeah so i would like to talk about your song villain mm -hmm. this is my sister's favorite song <laughs> um specifically the lines turn me into a believer make me out as some old healer i'll change for the better and i'll even make it last too mm -hmm. so can you talk about those lyrics and the song and expand on what it means to yeah. you I'm trying to like remember what <laughs> it's um I feel like the song is kind of about like really I don't know wanting to sort of fix somebody else or like kind of fix whatever they have going on but simultaneously being like I don't know how to do that when I am also like, I'm like, I don't even have the the means to to like save you, quote unquote, but like trying to. And yeah, I feel like make me out as some old healer is very like, I don't know, it's partially like a like talking to myself, like in a way that I'm like, I'm trying to be the healer, but like. I don't know, not really ever being able to like actually like you can't just heal other people. You can't just like I mean, you can you can in a lot of ways, but not in, you know, every way. <laughs> I don't know. It's kind of I feel like I also write a lot of lyrics that I'm like very like stream of consciousness. that I'm like in the feeling whatever feeling and then I just say say stuff and then later I'm like oh this makes sense because of these things like <laughs> I I don't know it's weird to like think about how I like connect my own lyrics to like what I was actually thinking about at the time yeah I think that's the gist of it just gotta like analyze your own <laughs> thoughts yeah, <laughs> yeah. What was your first music teacher like and what's something they taught you that you still use today? Good question. My first music teacher. I 
I think my first one, I like took violin lessons as like a young kid, um, but not for very long. And I think mostly like I just refused to, I was like, I wanted to do it. And then I just like wouldn't practice um, because there was like a curriculum and I was like, I don't want to do that. Like I want to play whatever I want, even though I don't know how to play this instrument. You know, I, I don't really remember. I feel like I was too stubborn to really like learn, learn. I think I learned things about myself, uh, through that, like how, if someone tries to teach me something, I just don't want to do it anymore. Uh, I had a, uh, I really only had like, I had that teacher and I had a, I did voice lessons in high school when I was doing musical theater. Um, and I feel like she, she definitely like taught me a lot of things about, I don't know, like sort of confidence in like singing and just like how much that affects just like the way your voice sounds. I feel like. I was still like very stubborn at that time too and was like wanted to sing whatever I wanted. <laughs> she was she was like very good at like like meeting me in the middle and I feel like was would be kind of hard on me in a very a good way, I think, that I needed and grew from. Yeah. Um what musicals were you in? Okay, I was in See, I was in a fair amount. I was in Assassins, the musical. That was like the one time that I was like the balladeer, like the the guy, the one who Neil Patrick Harris played on Broadway or something. So he was like the main guy. And I was like, this is my You're shining like, I moment. I am the star. I am the star. <laughs> I was in Evil Dead, the musical, which was extremely like the, um, the copious amounts of fake blood were involved. <laughs> And once upon a mattress, into the woods. I was in into the woods too. Oh, who were you? I was one of the stepsisters. Oh, fun. Who were you? <laughs> I was Rapunzel. Oh. I I actually I was in it. I was in it like once as like a full production, and then once as like a small, very short production at another company. And I was Rapunzel both times. Oh, so. that's fun. Did you yeah. do the like? bonus song in the full one yes yeah. yeah yeah and the person who played the witch is now my older sibling's fiance so whoa we, that was that was fun that's cute <laughs> yeah <laughs> <laughs> now you're actually family so exactly exactly yeah it was very fun that rapunzel song is so pretty i know it was <laughs> fun so it was recently halloween yes did you do anything Yes. Who were you? What'd you dress up as? I dressed up as Ash from Fantastic Mr. Fox. Made like the, his like sock mask thing. and Cute. Yeah. It was a very fun costume. Yeah. It was very fun to make. <laughs> yeah. I went to a Halloween party and I found there were two people there. I didn't know them, but they were dressed as uh, Ash's parents in the movie. And oh, that's like, so funny. My son. <laughs> so that was very fun. <laughs> that's really funny. Yeah. Who was your childhood celebrity crush? 
Oh man, good question. I'm like, it's hard to think of who was like my, like I, I feel like I had, like I idolized certain celebrities, but I had like the crushes that I had were more on like random like characters. Like, like I was really obsessed with Free Willy and I was like, I love the boy in Free Willy. Like, yeah, I don't remember his name, but, um, <laughs> and I feel like I was also like, Obsessed with like Selena Gomez and Britney Spears. I don't know though. Like I, I feel like my older sister had a lot more crushes on celebrities than I did. <laughs> but I just, yeah, I feel like I had like weird obsessions where I was like, I want to be you, which can also be, would could have also been a crush at the same time. So yeah, yeah, I feel yeah. like a lot of my like celebrity crushes or whatever as a kid were like from an actor like from a show yes yeah, yeah, so, yeah like the first one was definitely troy bolton oh yeah when i was like i don't yeah. know six or something <laughs> yeah he was oh troy <laughs> if you were a tree what kind of tree would you be oh man this is really testing my tree knowledge <laughs> i'm so limited to the amount of trees that i actually know the name of but you could go based on vibes. Okay. Like the one that looks like this. Right. Okay. Well, I feel like, I feel like a, like a, a Doug fir is a very like Pacific Northwest tree. That is like, I mean, that's kind of a safe answer because they're everywhere, but. Yeah. But it's also a great kind of tree. It is. It's just a good, it's just reliable. Like it's just a good tree. <laughs> They're beautiful. Yeah. That's a solid answer. What is your favorite kind of bread? What do you mean? Like any like, like type of sourdough, a Ooh, bagel? Okay. Both of those would have been my answer. Okay. Like a bagel <laughs> and sourdough. Like for like a a like sliced bread, definitely sourdough. But for like any bread product, for sure a bagel. Love a bagel. That is a great answer. That's yeah. also what I would say. <laughs> I'm so glad. What's the best temperature of water like to drink? Ice cold. Agreed. Yeah. <laughs> That's not very good for your voice. <laughs> I know. <laughs> what would be your walk-up song? What do you mean? Like it's like a thing in baseball. Okay. Um, like right, I don't right, really right. watch sports, but I know what this no, is. Yeah. <laughs> Um, it's like when the person comes up to bat, there's like a song that plays that they like get to pick. So it's like your song when you walk into the room kind of thing. Okay. I gotta think about that. <laughs> there's so many good options. And yet I like all I can, I'm just thinking about like Britney Spears now. Like if I, if somebody, if I had to pick right now and all I could think of, like I would, I, I would pick a Britney Spears song, but. But which one? That is the question. <laughs> which one? I mean, oops, I did it again. That's what that song's called, yeah. right? That's a I mean That's a fantastic one. That's a good one. That's like you can't go wrong with that. I could probably think of I'll probably think of another one when I leave that was like the perfect answer to this, but that's all that I can that's a really good one though like the beginning when it's like the i'm not gonna try to mimic it but you know yeah yes yes 
I feel like if I had like if there was like an intro that I was like I like had to make them wait like there would be a lot of build up for me to come out and yeah feel that'd be really good yeah really good choice well thank you so much for stopping by kbvr and coming on the show where can listeners find your music and socials thank you for having me and my music is anywhere that you stream music spotify apple music youtube yeah my instagram it's kind of the main one that i use Uh, my instagram is S-A-E-R-O-W-S. So it's like C-Rows, but the A and the E are switched because I couldn't get the handle. (laughs) (laughs) Thank you again for having me. Of course. And make sure to check out the End of the World EP and release show on the 16th in Portland. Thanks for tuning in. That was C-Rows Off the Record. See you next time.